Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. In today's Leaving the Mishael Sasharim discusses lying. Now, while I would like to think that most of us don't go around just out and out lying, it does come up. Sometimes a person wants to embellish a story to make it sound even better, or sometimes it quote-unquote slips. Oh, I didn't mean to say it like that, but really deep down we did. The white lies that are, oh, it doesn't really affect anybody. So what I would like to discuss today is, first, what is the Torah's requirements of Midvar Sheker Tirchak, distancing oneself from falsehood, and then what can we do about it? So there's an amazing Gemara in Shavuos that talks about how far, because the, the Torah says, Midvar Sheker Terchak, the Torah doesn't say, do not lie, like Los Shaker. It says, actually distance yourself from falsehood, the implication being that it has to be something even further than perhaps you would have thought in the first place. And the Gemara gives the following example, it gives a bunch of examples, but it gives the following example. Imagine, the Gemara says, that you have a person who has a, has a Rebbe, has a teacher that he loves and he adores and that he knows is a saint, is, is, is amazing, he's basically like a Malach, he's like an angel. And the Rebbe comes over to him and he says, look, I need you to do me a favor. I lent so-and-so $100 and I only have one witness. Now, halakhically, one witness, if a person brings one witness, that would cause so-and-so, it would be the onus would be on so-and-so, and so-and-so would have to swear in Bezdin that he does not owe the money. That would be the halacha. So the Rebbe says, look, I want to get my money back, and I'll bring this one witness, but I'm afraid that so-and-so is such a bad guy that he's willing to swear falsely. So I need you to show up with me. But of course, of course, I would never ask you to lie. So I don't want you to come to, 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 to court and testify. That's not what I'm asking you to do. This is what the plan is. I'm going to go to so-and-so's house, and I'm going to knock on his door. And behind me are going to be my one witness and you. And I'm going to ask so-and-so for the money. And by you standing there with my witness, it's going to imply to so-and-so that I have two witnesses. Now the halach is that when you have two witnesses, then the Bezdin will paskin in your favor. The halach would be like you, and therefore you would be able to collect. So so-and-so will look out, you know, open the door, see me standing there, see you and my witness standing nearby. He'll realize why, right away the jig is up, there's no way I'm going to win in Bezdin, and therefore he's going to pay me. And I'm doing this really to prevent so-and-so from lying falsely. Okay, obviously to get my money and to prevent so-and-so from lying falsely, and I don't, need a, you, I don't need you to do anything, I just need you to stand there. And the Gemara says, can't do that. Midvar Sheker Tirchak. That is considered a falsehood. It goes, it's part and parcel of basically saying a lie. So we see how far the Gemara and how far the Torah says a person has to be so careful not to even imply something that could be misconstrued as false, even in a scenario where the basic facts are correct, where this person actually does owe the money and should actually pay back the money. Okay, so now let's say you have a person who, I don't know, habitual liar or otherwise, what can we do to work on this midah of being you know, truthful? So the Rambam in Hilchus Deis talks about all midos pretty much, and he says that the general mahalach, the way to work on midos, is to go to the other extreme. So if a person has been lax, and again, I'm assuming a person not just lying freely, but you know, sometimes you stretch the truth a little bit. So a person has been lax in the truth, the idea would be to go to the other extreme. And I remember once I had a Rebbe who gave the following example. It's very common the person asks you, what time is it? And let's say the time is, you know, 3.45. Okay, so you know, it's a quarter to four, 3.45, whatever it is. Let's say the time is 3.47 or 3.43. Very often a person would say 3.45 or a quarter to four because people generally don't need the time exactly and you know, you're asking me around what time is it I'm telling you. So he said if a person wants to work on the Mida 
of being truthful, a person should be exacting in their words. So therefore, you look at your, your, your watch, and you say, it is 3.43, right? That's what it is. Now, you know, this could go to the extreme, you, a person shouldn't be abnormal. I remember once a person came in, it was raining outside. So he came in, someone said to him, is it raining outside? He says, well, it was five seconds ago, right? So, okay, I mean, I guess that's exactly accurate. It might have just stopped raining, that is possible. But uh, the idea is, even within the realm of what we would call normal, there is the extreme that the person could be very medactic, very careful and meticulous with their words, making sure that everything that comes out of their mouth is truthful. By doing that for a while, we will train ourselves to be truthful, and then even after we become lax, we'll just be normal. We won't be chas lying. Have an amazing day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.